forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast contains a savory pastry with cream chicken, feather-based lock picking, and the revelation of life's greatest treasure. It's Sinbad's Storybook Voyage with returning guest Lindsay Katai. There is no map, there's no chart. It's Podcast the Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast who seeks great adventure by following the compass of their hearts. Uh, wait, uh, wait a minute, I made a mistake here. Uh, the podcast who seeks boring information about Six Flags great adventure. Uh, sorry about that. My name is Mike Carlson. Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Now, there, there's a lot of interesting stuff about Six Flags, though, because, you know, first off, that's one of the Six Flags with a big body of water next to it. Of course. It's got a drive-through safari. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, uh, Scott Gardner. Do you also have some information about Great Adventure? Oh yeah, I mean, there's you know, there's people out there who've been to Great Adventure and also had Casamigos tequila. They've also drank the tequila that is extremely common everywhere. What? And so that so that's pretty interesting. That you think the, the same people have been to the theme park and also had this very common tequila? Oh my gosh! Uh, I just realized somebody had sent me like Casamigos is expanding their brand into like hot sauces and different flavor like different flavors, which is very exciting to me. Um, but we can't take up the episode talking about that. We have a that true. That's insane. If that's true. Uh, it is true. I, I have a graphic of it. I'm not exactly sure what the products are. I was just given this graphic by a friend of the podcast, Andrew Grissom. But again, I can't get derailed looking at this right now because we have so much exciting, oh. positive, uplifting things to talk about today. Follow the compass. Yeah, exactly. Follow it to positivity. Um, but well, let's welcome the guest uh, who's very psyched about this topic. You know her from Infinity Train, the podcast Teen Creeps. Uh, she's a podcast, the Riot favorite, and she's the Sarah Davis to my uncle Martin Daniels. This is Lindsay <laughs> Katai, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Well, uh, it I'm is... not sure. I, I it took me a sec. Oh, yeah. I know, Jason. Well, Jason, will you please explain the reference. Well, that that's the central love story at the heart of the classic film Clifford. <laughs> I see. <laughs> They're like fighting for the whole movie. I mean, it works out, and they yeah, get it married, works but, out. Like, it's a bad like. <laughs> I don't, right. I don't think this is something you want to be. Look, well, I'm sometimes just... when you follow the compass of your heart, there's some swells. You know, there's pirates. Yeah, to... things, you know, love is uh, love can be a little bit rocky sometimes, but they end up in a good place. That's why I said it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be negative. I just, you just I... need a, a nightmarish nephew to uh, teach you. Jason. To make you fight yeah, a make... lot and then, and then the fighting will stop at some point. Yeah, Jason is a dinosaur ride incident. <laughs> That's Jason. I will yes, yes. for <laughs> some reason uh, refuse to recognize the antics of this small man child <laughs> uh, and just be a big pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's my whole vibe. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why doesn't she? Why is she so blind to his hijinkery? It, it's kind yeah, of I inexplicable. Yeah, yeah, because he's off, like, even when he's being nice, he's still, like, a weird little man in a suit who talks to a dinosaur (laughs) and uses, like, 1910 phrases. Um, Like, yeah, there's no reason she should just go with it. She's maybe the true villain of the piece. 
<laughs> That's a good take. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'd have to rewatch the whole thing to see how that lines up. But from my the little bits I've watched, um, and I that I have been piecing out just little bits of Clifford. Clifford has really come to dominate the podcast in 2021, <laughs> which is a good development for some and some listeners. This might be the the last straw. Yeah, some people are up. Some people are upset about all the Clifford talk, and I just made it worse. I just threw more uh, uh, wood on the fire. Um, but we can get off that. We can start talking about the actual topic that the episode you can see in the title right now. We should. Well, let me let me acknowledge one thing, which is that Lindsay's not been on in a long time. And this is the like, I don't know. How has it been for a year and change not having this podcast interrupt your breakfasts? Um, <laughs> surreal. Um, just too calm. Maybe it it's hard mm. to mark the days unless I have a 25 part podcast <laughs> on the history of the wood used at Disney California Adventure Pier and mm. ranking each plank. Like, how <laughs> how do you pass a year? Yes. Well, and, then, and yeah, you got, you got to do just wood because when you get into nails and bolts, that's a whole other... That's not really what well, it's you about. Can't, apples and oranges, you can't rate them together. Yeah. yeah and yeah, also each bolt affects the plank. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so they have you have to cover them separately and then yes. do an episode about them working in conjunction. But yes, you know, but you guys like did get episodes. featured in Vulture for that twenty-five part <laughs> series. So, that, congratulations! I think, thank well, you. I think well, does I mean it, it? Being that it is so essential, yes, of course we we had to get the write up. Obviously, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so essential that you guys were considered essential workers and you all got vaccinated before. In August. Anyone else. Yeah. yeah. In August. <laughs> like a cat out of the bag. We've been like pretending like then we get to have an episode where we go, hey, we're vaccinated, we're back in the parks, but that ruins the... Oh, uh, I'm like, sorry. I, I pulled back the curtain oh, on geez. you guys being basically oh, healthcare shoot. workers. That's many, right. Many months ago. <laughs> we're going to have to cut. We're going to have to cut that, this whole part out. It's all unusable. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm sorry that's okay. To complicate your editing duties, Michael. That's okay. It's fine. Um, so yeah, there I go being the Sarah. What's her face? <laughs> the relationship nope. just compl needlessly mm. complicating things. Sarah nope, Davis, nope. of course. Davis. I'm surprised you didn't you didn't remember that because I've been calling you that for weeks since we watched Clifford. Uh, so. I just tune you out. I just tune oh, it out okay. every time. <laughs> I just cold. go, that's probably some f fucking Ninja Turtles thing or something. <laughs> yeah. And then I just stop yeah. listening. <laughs> yeah, love means, <laughs> love means occasionally saying, yep, uh-huh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Said that one already, I think. Yep. Jason just wrote a Ziggy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Wait, I wrote a Ziggy, not a love is? <laughs> well, they, they could maybe both be. Okay. Could, you, could it be a Dilbert? I don't know if it can be a Dilbert. Dilbert a doesn't Dilbert have a lot circa, of love in his life. Yeah, you're Dilbert, right. like circa 95. But modern Dilberts are a lot more edgier. Well, it's such How a... lock? Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Lockhorn. It's such a universal experience that it's all of these. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, Jason, maybe it's our Lockhorns. I think, uh, yeah, Lockhorns might be good. I think you just, you know, rework it a slightly and then you can send it to all of them, you know? Yeah, just send... We'll, we'll submit it just to King Features Syndicate blanket and they can use it when whichever one they want so that'll be good you put yeah. us where you want us yeah 
Um, can I say two? Can I say two quick things before we get into the the, the meat of the episode? Because something occurred to me. Uh, I think this is you know what we're going to be talking about is one of the most like positive, optimistic, uplifting experiences in all of Parkdom, which I'm so happy about. And there's two little optimistic things I want to acknowledge to go along with that and ramp up to it. Uh, as people are listening to this, April 30th, this the day that this come this episode comes out is the day that Disneyland reopens. Like we've started to see, you know, uh, cast members and people who know cast members who I'm very jealous of starting to trickle in. But the, today is the day that it's back, which it felt like I was worried. There were times that I was worried it was not going to happen. Like the thought crossed my mind. Like, what if this kept going so insane that Disneyland closed entirely and this became condos? Like, that's that really very insane. But I was worried. What was that? I, I said that really would be something. I can't. I I. C- I wasn't worried simply because I can't imagine a world without Disneyland. Yeah, and yeah. They have well, so and much they money. were like, yes, yeah, yeah. And they're like, they would have like personally, they just would have like firing squatted Gavin Newsom themselves yeah. in public, <laughs> and people would have been like, "Yeah, you gotta do what you got to do." Okay, so uh, we're back in the uh, back in the green zone. Cool. Yeah, they would have. I mean, at the worst, they would have had to like sell to Tesla or something, or sell to any of these big brands. And then Tesla would be running Disney World. <laughs> Finally, more fires at Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Elon, Elon would have just take. He would, you know, he would say like the rides are good now, but they're really going to be awesome sauce after we Jesus. take over. Awesome and <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be like, whoa, whoa, this this haunted mansion ride. Who made this? What were they smoking? Huh? He would have been like, <laughs> so he would have had, random. <laughs> yeah, he would have had all these comments. Uh, from his his mind, uh, his genius level mind. <laughs> Why do they call it Disneyland, even though some of it is water? Mm. Like oh. like three hundred thousand likes on that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but he'll he'll do some of this material soon. I think I think he has a platform coming up. Uh, <laughs> big, big New York platform. Yes, that's the last. That's another one more bit of positivity, but not yet. We got to wait another, wait another week for that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say, and this is just on a personal thing, really quick, I had to share this, but just as things start reopening, going to places has opened back up, and I've been able to do some really fun stuff with my baby son, increasingly less babies, over a year, I don't know if we even call him that now, uh, we got to go to the zoo, which was very magical, and you know, animals, sure, whatever, but the main thing <laughs> is, uh, I now have been on a ride with my son. This was oh. a big deal, I was so happy. Um, and then now we haven't now we should say we're all probably not going to get around to the parks for for a little bit. I think it's coming. But, you know, you'll hear us update you about that. Hey, we're back and we did it and it was cool. Um, so it wasn't at one of the big league parks. But it was very special anyway. There's a place called Travel Town. Have you all been to Travel Town? You're all in the, this, this neck of the woods kind of. Are people aware of Travel Town? I know um, it, but sure. I actually have not made not it over there. there. Yeah. Gotta do it. Meet us there sometime. It's great. It's just a place with a bunch of parked trains. Um, and that's and that's all it is. Here's a bunch of trains sitting around. There's a train that the, where the Beach Boys took a photo one time, so that I was happy to see uh, in person. The the famous Beach Boys train. Um, <laughs> but there is famous LA landmark. Um, but. There is also a little train that tools around the park, very like classic early Walt Disney style. And we didn't think it would be open one day. And then we went and it was open and I ran over to it 
to a speed that was maybe dangerous to the child. Oh my god, oh my god, a ride. Uh, we, we did it. Uh, huge smiles. Big smiles, laughter uh, for the entire first lap. Second lap, he kind of freaked out and got bored and then cried as soon as we got off of it. But uh, there was one very successful lap of a ride with my kid. This felt like just a, a big moment uh, uh, for, for me as a dad and a ride aficionado. It finally all came together. So I just wanted to share that. Uh, wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's I think big. I actually, That's early, too. I have yeah. been there. I have been there because we went for Owen Dennis's birthday. My boss, my former boss, the creator of Infinity Train, ah. we went to Travel Town for his birthday and we sat in a little car. Did you not get on the train, though, to celebrate Infinity Train? Wait, <laughs> wait what? I'm saying if there's a train there to celebrate Infinity Train, you should have ridden yeah. the train with there. Well, I think maybe I did. Or maybe <laughs> it wasn't running that day. I forget. But hmm. there was there was a little train. And there were a bunch of trains, and we rented a train car okay. to have his birthday meal in. Wait, wait, I don't think I know about the rental of the train cars. Which or I guess I'm thinking be... someplace else entirely. Where <laughs> well, is this place? Right. It's in it's in Griffith Park, like like yeah, not yeah. that far from the Disney Studio. You can see it from the from the 134 freeway. Yeah, yeah I think probably. that's it. Yeah. yeah. Confusingly, there's some other little train place that is not affiliated with Travel Time, but next to it. So maybe it could have been that. Uh, maybe I was at the unaffiliated uh, train. The other park. one, which who know? I don't know why they are like. Are, do they get along or are they enemies? It's weird that there's two train parks next to each other. They were started by a pair up. of brothers. And <laughs> yeah, there's fierce competition. Two mm. brothers. They, they just, their difference was like, should the train go clockwise or counterclockwise? Mm -hmm. <laughs> they fight over that. Uh, Bad I believe at Halloween they t they turn that little train into a ghost train, and then they just fill it with like kooky, spooky stuff uh, the whole route. Because I I saw that uh, I went to a few years ago, uh, L.A. Haunt Boney Island set up right next to Travel Town, <laughs> and, and it was awesome. They went all out. I saw a number of listeners at this event. And as I was leaving, I was like, oh, wow, that ghost train looks awesome. But it was Halloween and was sold out. It was mm. totally booked. So hopefully yeah. this year they're both back. You know, all this kind of like fun, little cute stuff. I am so in on every bit of it this year. I haven't done any of these Griffith Park trains in the recent past. And it's, boy, this is going to be the whole rest of the year is little trains now. Wow. <laughs> the next five years is little trains. Made me so All happy. about trains. That's, um, it's, that's it's great. Train and podcast now. You can get him ready for haunts. You know, <laughs> you can get him ready for haunts at an early age, which will be nice. So he'll be, he'll be like vaccinated against train, like a haunted train stuff. And by the time, yeah, he gets to our age, he's going to be like the king of haunts. Well, yeah, if I could have a kid, if I could like kind of thicken the skin so that he's not like me slash us and it doesn't take him <laughs> decades to never to get comfortable with haunt. I want him to be ahead of it and be like a, a bully making fun of kids who are afraid to yeah. make fun of young me, his young dad. Yeah, um, that's that, good. That's, that's where I, I want to go so far the other direction. You I'm want raising to a bully, like I guess. a boy named Sue him. 
<laughs> oh no, that, well, that doesn't sound good. I, I don't remember all the ins and outs of those lyrics, but it's probably not. Uh, good. Really, he just he named his son Sue so that he'd have to fight his whole life. <laughs> that's it. Uh, well, that's it. Hmm. I, I guess I, if I really wanted this trajectory, yeah, I could have gone with Sue. Uh, I didn't go with Sue. Um, but look, a uh, lot of trains in the future. Maybe just a. Could be like like a lot of full train podcast. Or maybe I just need to spin off into a little trains podcast. <laughs> I think Jason's gonna come along with me. Oh, little trains. That's good. Yeah. Good title. I would have I would have put a hundred dollars on Jason doing the first uh, little trains podcast. <laughs> I know. I gotta look through all the trademarks I've registered to make sure I haven't already secured little trains. <laughs> gonna, Scott's gonna have to buy that from Jason. Yeah. <laughs> domain squatting. Oh no. Little trains dot train. The rarely used dot train uh, yeah. suffix. Wow. Um, um, so that's anyway. great. Magical stuff. I thought it. I thought that news would fit into an episode about even more magical stuff, which I'm so happy to to talk about for a while with you guys. Uh, yes. So we are talking today about a ride you can only experience uh, at Tokyo Disney Sea, um, and it is top one of our top favorite top three favorite rides. I don't know. It's called Sinbad Storybook Voyage, and it's something we went into completely cold we didn't know a thing about it uh again podcast friend andrew grissom said you got to do sinbad we went on sinbad and uh it was as magical a time as like going on a ride for the first time when you're a kid like a child we felt like children being on this ride and discovering what it was uh you know as it went uh yeah so we've all three of us have been on it jason has watched youtube videos i assume yes i i watched it a number of times this morning and i have to say it is one of the rare rides where it's like oh this is moving just on video (laughs) like this is (laughs) i mean an emotional year and a half or so you know uh uh so kind of primed for it uh was a little yeah worn out going to two grocery stores yesterday like a little like uh, uh, uh so i guess i was kind of in the uh, anything can set me off these days but uh certainly this in a good way did yeah um i completely agree i don't know that and this we've talked a little bit about like weird like weird times when you go like am i emotion am i getting emotional with this uh we've we've done a little bit like we talked a little bit about it in the frozen episode at the let it go part which uh i think yeah i i agree with scott on that uh but like this ride i think it was the second time we wrote it where like in the soaring part and we're again i'm getting i'm all over the place the song itself is unbelievably good it's an alan menken song uh there's a it soaring is the song part that makes it the song yeah. makes the ride yeah 100 percent. the the uh, ride is very good on its own it's a, a cute, fun little time, but that song, before the the singing even starts, yeah. the song had me. Yes, um, and there's like a soaring part of the song, and I think it was the second time we wrote it. I think we wrote it like four times, maybe. The soaring part of the song, I start to go, oh my God, it's like I have some like sense memory or some memory of from being like six and going on this ride and i'm like why am i so moved by this yeah. <laughs> the room where the like giant is playing the bass 
<laughs> like, why? What is this doing to me? But yeah, there's something yeah. about that song that makes this thing like extra special. I yeah, cried again I just... watching the YouTube videos this morning. And then because I cried because of that, I was like, oh, I bet that Tokyo Disney Resort 35th anniversary theme song still makes me cry. And so I went and listened to that and it makes me cry even more because now the lyrics take on this extra poignancy because of the last year of lockdown and not being able to go to the park because it, it's it's all about like, hey, hasn't it been a while since you've come on down and played <laughs> with your friends? And I'm like, it has. Oh. Uh, yes, I uh, totally agree. Uh, we had a very nice, uh, magical time at Tokyo Disney and that, that was the, the anthem playing like maybe immediately as we got to their main street. Yeah, like- it was playing. It's playing in the, the monorail uh-huh. area even. Um, I don't know. Do you guys know? Have we played that song for you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I um, think I, and so. I don't. I don't remember if it was. I don't think this was going by the time I got there. And probably I think this not. Had maybe been retired. I mean, we should probably play a little snippet of. I don't know what the rules are as far as how much song we can play, really. But we've like, broken those. We like hear right. about that in the moment. <laughs> yeah. We play long, yeah. long things all the time. You so are correct. Can, you know. Well, uh, we'll t- just take it down. Just I'm ask pl- nicely. Just two little, two little. Some. This is the song Lizzie's talking about. Brand new day, uh, I believe, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a. It's in the second verse where they said, "Like, hasn't it been a while since you played with your friends?" But. <laughs> All right, I can. I can fast forward. <laughs> The difference between this and the song in Sinbad, though, this is in English. Compass of Your Heart in the Ride is 95% or more in Japanese. Yeah, they only say Compass of Your Heart in English. Yeah. Here we go. It's ramping up. Um, th- this is where do listeners think this is insanity? <laughs> yeah, probably. Is it do or you, not? You I mean, if anybody's there. not going to think it's insanity, it's your listeners. Yeah, I well, true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. If if you wandered into this podcast today, you're probably like, these are four lunatics. What's going, <laughs> like? What is <laughs> like? These people need therapy, and you're right. That song, yeah, and that like that song, like you're like, I guess it's okay. It sounds like I don't know. Is it even recorded very well? I don't like. No, it makes me cry. <laughs> it makes me cry every time I hear it, and it really makes me cry when it gets to the chorus. But then when I was listening to it today, it I, the lyric is, I think, like uh, it's. I mean, all right, like, here I'll just play ha- it. Hasn't it been a while? <laughs> like you, you. The world is gonna change. The world. Is- <laughs> Sure, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. 
I know you haven't come to party in a while. Party in a while, right? Come to party in a while, right? It's too applicable. (laughs) That's a that's one of the funny of the moment cultural differences. I think is like saying like come and party. I think is much more of an innocent, fun thing in Japan versus here, where it sounds like you're gonna go get loaded at Disney. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, more of your body lyrics that contain nothing. Not one sliver of an offensive word. <laughs> well, Come to saying, party? What is this filth? Yeah, I mean, like, I am offe- certainly offended by the use of it. I'm just saying I think it's maybe a difference, a different word usage there. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's one of the things. And I think it's partly that's that's burning our brain because, yeah, it was like literally we got into the main street and there was like explosion of like confetti and the songs yeah, playing. And we're like, ran to people ran to see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, that's that was again. You can go back and listen. We did an episode about our Tokyo uh, Disney trips, both Lindsay and I, and then a different yeah. episode with Scott. So, well, let all. me say that because uh, so you guys did a Tokyo episode, and I was I was too strict about spoilers, and I physically left the episode. That was the plan. It was not a storm mm-hmm. out. I think that you were just strict plan. enough. Um, I think, well, I'm glad I was because it was, it is the rare occasion like to get to go on rides where I truly don't know what's going to happen. Um, now the Sinbad thing, I think because, uh, Aaron, my wife did listen to the episode and as we got to Sinbad, I sort of knew what Sin- I knew that Sinbad was full of animatronics um, and a boat ride. I wasn't going in totally blind, but she said, yeah, I think the thing is there is this song. There is a song in it, and the song is is very emotional. And I was like, we'll see. We'll see how emotional <laughs> this song makes me. And I think as soon Dazzle as the me. boat took off, I <laughs> yeah. was tearing yes, exactly. up. I don't, <laughs> I don't think there was one lyric yet. And somehow, <laughs> I, and then watching the video just did it Again, and I, we're just going to have to analyze why, because I think, you know, to some listeners, it might be inherent. It might be you might. But, but I do think that the experience is part of it. And I have theories as to the what is so emotional about all this. But we, we can get into it. Um, I turned right. to Mike like a, uh, maybe a minute into the ride. And I was like, have we is this song from something? Why do I feel like I've heard it before? So my theory is just having that all of us having been raised on specifically the disney music of alan menken and howard ashman we are primed to like connect to the musicality yeah i mean that's that's got to be part of it that it's like it's you know it's in this it's got the same dna as uh, the stuff we were uh, uh, raised on all the disney songs for sure that has to be part of it um but yeah there's an extra little x factor here we'll play a little bit of it so you know what we're talking about. There's there's like piece, there's different pieces of it. And this is like this is what you hear kind of right when you get on the boat. Uh here we go. <laughs> I can see Scott's like I can see it affecting him in the little window. I don't want to look at the window. I don't want to see what I'm doing. I don't want to see what you guys are doing. It's too vulnerable. Yeah. I'm I'm nervous. I don't want this to be an episode involving tears. I can see it. off our cameras. Yeah, really. I can see it. So like that's that's what happens right away. And I think immediately you're kind of like, this is a big deal. Whatever's about to happen is a big deal. This is important what we're doing here. Sweeping and and epic and majestic. It's just 
it's true. It is the beginning of something. <laughs> yeah. You know what does it for me? Horns in general. Like there's so many uses of horns that will just uh, have some physical effect on me. And I th- and the horns. I feel like it's French horns, probably, probably a mix of things. But that, when that little, I think that takes you back to the beginning of Beauty and the Beast. And it is like, mm. which you never get to experience again for the first time. You can only have seen Beauty and the Beast for the first time once. And this is almost like it's a new Beauty and the Beast unfolding. And you had to come into a specific place yeah. <laughs> across the globe to see it and you're exhausted yes. and you're worn down and it's in japan is such a crazy fun adventure to go do but it's not relaxing in any way it's like an agitated go 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 holy shit kind of trip um so by the time you get here which was like towards the end of the trip for me and it's all been so magical i boy there's there's, there's a lot feeding into it the anyway, yeah, yeah and song. i just want to shout out those woo like those woo those woos something about those are like very spooky but like uplifting that i think is another one of the main components of like this making like chills run down here's fine we're gonna say so many embarrassing things in the next so many minutes i'm realizing now (laughs) i i mine and kelly's podcast is a maybe like more emotional like we're probably like i don't want to get super like stereotypical but we are two women Mm. and we're maybe a little more open and vulnerable (laughs) so i've cried a fair number of times on a teen creeps episode like we read never-ending story and we were reading some passages from it it's a very touching book and i like couldn't get through it because i was (laughs) crying so for me i'm like yeah it's totally normal we're just gonna like cry over a sinbad song and we all get it well, we're three tough, <laughs> stereotypical men who are uh, trying to to have an aura of, you know, of uh, like strength. So we're going to try mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. maintain that. Such hard asses. Three traditionally masculine men. Three hard asses. What's um, on your head right now as you say this, Mike? Can you just I, describe <laughs> I am wearing what is it called, Jason? A gator? It's a. It, yeah. I think it's a gator, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is for this is for like athletes, Scott. You got to know about this. I'm wearing a funny, strong, emotion free yeah. athletes. My uh, hair is very long right now, and sort of to keep it up, uh, I've been wearing this gator given to me by my friend John, who was on Survivor, and it says Slam Town on it. <laughs> well, uh, slamming logo. is pretty masculine. Mm-hmm. It's not much more masculine than slamming. <laughs> yeah so uh all right all we right. pumped up the testosterone here no way we're not gonna cry in this episode <laughs> what do you mean no way it's not gonna happen anyway back to the song and everybody just like just like grimaces and tries to grit <laughs> really like i rewatched the i rewatched alan menken's performance of it at oh the i have it d23 I, that one I, makes me just weeping because everybody yes. in the audience is weeping yes. too. Scott, you've seen this clip, I assume, right? I have. I don't want to go against you. There is something I the Alan Menken performance does not do it for me as much. And I think why is that I love first of all, I love the singing voice of Sinbad, the protagonist oh, yeah, in the ride. And I think I prefer it. Uh, and as much as like a, an acoustic performance, you know, should do it for me. I think that switching it back to English kind of undoes the mystery i sort of like not knowing what the words are of this song that's making me so emotional like i think that because you can like almost apply anything 
to the to the Japanese lyrics, which I don't. If you speak Japanese, then you can't apply anything to it. But I don't know what they're singing about uh, until they say "Compass of Your Heart," which has some like innate power to it. <laughs> I like that it's the only English. In yeah, there. I, I don't. Um, I don't disagree with that, but I think that what I'm responding to actually even more is that he's playing it at, at a, a Japanese D23 in I think 2018, and he says he's never performed it before, and they cut to the audience. And people immediately are like freaking out. They're and then gasping. Their they're hands like, <laughs> are going up to their face. <laughs> and he's playing it. And there's just like women are like sobbing. Everyone's like, you can see like, this is real. <laughs> this the emotion is real. Tears. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's a shot of one person and they're just like serenely smiling and nodding along. And then you realize they have a sorcerer Mickey like propped on their lap like a sitting child. And you can just... <laughs> tell it's the happiest yeah. moment and it it yeah you can feel the energy i i think the lyrics in english are very beautiful but i agree i understand that like oh yeah there is a certain mystery in the full yeah, yeah. i for sure it. hear what you're saying but but hearing the lyrics in english for me had the opposite effect and i did feel like Oh, I've been hearing this song since I was a child. This is making me feel like I felt when I was a child, but I was 36 when we went <laughs> and heard the song Boy, for the I, first well, time. I would never, I would never t uh, take away the emotion that you guys are experiencing this is for whatever reason. I don't, I, I don't get us on board, but yeah, yeah. But this, we can all different. apply. We all get something out of it. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to play more? And then we should play. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we said what the hell the ride. Is. <laughs> I know. I know. We got <laughs> song oriented. We're, been. We've been focused one hundred percent on the emotions the song evokes. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the song is a big part because this ride is kind of new-ish. Like this version of the ride only dates to two thousand seven. Yeah. And that's when you get the song. It's when you get a lot of the cute little stuff. We haven't even mentioned Sean Do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll. I think we'll play this song just so everybody who doesn't know anything about this has sort of the vibe in their head, and then we'll start describing sort of everything. Yeah. Um. There's two key parts, just real quick. I want to play. This is sort of the start of when Sinbad uh, starts singing, uh, and then I want to play that thing I mentioned, the soaring part, which just I will uh, hopefully not lose it. <laughs> I believe, and then he see there's a cute uh, banter. He's talking to the people in the village. He's talking to Shandu, uh, and that's great. I believe at this point when we were on the ride, and I'm sure I said this last podcast, I think I turned to you, Lindsay, and I said, man, I really like, I like this Sinbad guy. <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, I'm really like. I like Sinbad. I like his energy kind of a <laughs> statement. Yeah, I like. He just seems like a good guy. <laughs> Yeah, I was like really like immediately charmed by him and his attitude. I was like, I like this guy. There's something yeah. about this guy, uh, <laughs> and that's definitely captured there. And then this this is the uh, later in the in the ride. This is sort of the soaring part I'm talking about.
Yeah, so I got like little bumps on my arm listening to that. <laughs> boy, boy, oh boy. Man, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy, ladies and gentlemen. That and now that I know the English lyrics, my I like definitely remember what it is he's singing at that point. Sure. Um, so yeah, so that's the vibe. That's what you're hearing the whole time. It's it's looping around. There's one other little section that's like when they're in like the jungle. That part is the least good part as far as music is concerned. No offense to it. It's just like kind of nothing. It's like um, the instrumental part. Yeah. It's just a lot of like drums and so yeah. but, but it's 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 a small world style and maybe the rare thing. Maybe I can't think of anything, maybe since it's a small world that's brought that back where there's a song looping for the entire trip yes um and that where it's a it's a boat ride with you know seven to nine big set pieces big set pieces as we can say uh and the it's it's a seamless transition in in and out of different parts of the saw they've just like queued it up really perfectly where you're you're always somewhere in the bed of that song for this very long attraction i feel like this can take you know 15 minutes depending on the speed of the boats mm -hmm. and <clears throat> yeah and it's like the difference even even your best classic dark rides i probably like i might get a little like sleepy in certain sections but because of the song i feel like there's not a part of the ride where i'm like man this is the weak part of this i do really i think the I don't know that they could like put any sort of animatronic, any type of ride over this song, but it's possible they could have done like a, just put like a, you know, I'm trying to think like a, a peer level attraction with that song. <laughs> if they put this into the, the new journey into imagination where he, where the figment farts or whatever. And uh, the, toilet the toilet on the, on the ceiling, ceiling, but you hear like, life is the greatest dad. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you'd be like, well, that doesn't make much sense, but I feel really good. This is making me, maybe it is the toilet on the ceiling. That's making me feel really good. I don't know. I like this figment guy. I just think he's, yeah. he's got a good heart. Life is the greatest. <laughs> that might do it. That might ruin it. If Figment was singing, <laughs> singing in that, yeah, I think, yeah, I think probably the song would be affected by the person singing it. Um, but if Dream Find Dreamfinder singing it, maybe I can see him having a Kenji style voice. Sure. Mm -hmm. So that's that might possibly the work. singer of of Compass of Your Heart. There's a lot of crossover, I think, between this ride and original Journey into Imagination and the way people feel about it, where uh, it is this specific thing in this specific location, never got cloned in another park, uh, that people just have really special uh, heartwarming feelings about, and, it's, and where there's like a little critter, there's a little critter who's really popular in the merchandise and deservedly so from this one specific ride. Yes, yeah, there's for sure the parallels there. Um... Uh, that of course is Shandu. We we mentioned him earlier. Uh, he well, let's, did we how, say let's... he's a little baby tiger with that? He's a little baby tiger with wearing a, a red little baby turban. turban. Yes, <laughs> yeah. and a little bell in the front. Um, this adorable. He's so so cute. This is the cutest thing. That's a lot of the emotion too. Instant lovability. I was taking photos of him just in the queue. There's just uh, you know <laughs> like drawings of him up in the queue where he is, you're getting a hint at the kind of thing that he does, which is mainly, despite being very cute, keeping bad guys in line. So somewhere <laughs> in the line, there is him, like, pulling, kind of, like, biting the fabric of somebody who's up to no good. And like, oh, okay, so he's cute, but he's also feisty. This is good. He's yes. the enforcer. 
<laughs> the most adorable little enforcer you've ever seen. He's yeah, like, um, uh, yeah, he's like Mike on Breaking Bad. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's who have like sweet emotions for as <laughs> as it goes? Yes. Um, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. The okay, uh, let's cliff notes the ride, not like scene by scene, but just <laughs> basically, uh, you know, Sin- Sinbad's uh, off on a journey. He like leaves his port town and goes to all these different little islands and on different little quests and then returns triumphantly a hero, having done hacks- acts of heroism throughout his journey. This is all conveyed via like. 150 audio animatronics, right? Something so like that. Many, it is yeah. so many. Um, With yes. great movement, these things really move. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's no, yeah. it's a small They're world in that regard. Yeah, yeah extremely. Um, mixed with gigantic animatronics, which I'm sure that we will highlight. But like, you think that you know, you, you think you get yeah, what it is. is. Okay, so it's good. it's a little, it's a doll ride. Like it's a small world. But then you round some corners. To see some of the most jaw-dropping animatronics ever built, just massive in scale. Yes, mm-hmm. it's it is like I'm trying to think. I don't know if that was done on purpose, but yeah, you you it it throws that surprise at you because as far as like scale is concerned, you it's very rare. I feel like the parks were like they really uh, you turn a corner and it's like oh wait they can do this with the oh okay I got it. I mean I guess you get there's a bird that's pretty big earlier than than the scene you're talking about, but Mm-hmm. mostly yeah so mostly that's one of, of them I meant, yeah. it's kind of like approaching ursula in ariel's what is it called undersea adventure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but that was of course built after the sinbad right yeah and right, ursula right. ursula is obviously very impressive but ursula's probably she's what, no like ogre seven feet <laughs> yeah seven feet tall six feet um, she's also like she's further from you she's not moving as much she's she not as expressive little- and you go yeah. under that dirt, that is jaw dropping. Like like getting to see kind of all angles of it. It's really cool. Um, yeah. So it's sort of this like it's this like very heartwarming boat ride about a guy going on journeys all over the world and being very supported by the people back in his town. Yeah, and, they're so uh, excited for him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I I mean th- like. Not to, we could scene by scene it a little more, but like that's I think what where the emotion comes in uh, for me is the like see, like okay so we know that Sinbad's gonna go on an adventure. Is he gonna be? We don't know what we're gonna encounter. What what does that mean? Do we see like one solitary boat and this guy's piloting it around? And instead, what we see is this vibrant community where everyone <laughs> is so happy and everyone has their purpose everyone has their role and the, these people are bringing food to other people and these there's entertainers and people making shadow puppets and people operating the lamp to help the shadow puppets get made but they're all united in wishing sinbad good luck on his journey mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe you have to be there to understand why <laughs> this notion is so emotional it's just so everybody's just 
because he doesn't really have a mission beyond just I'm going exploring. And of course, these are based on like uh, very old stories in which it was not heartwarming. They were just adventures (laughs) and he was kind of a dick and his his crew was a bunch of assholes (laughs) who were just like trying to steal treasure. And of course, there was an earlier iteration of the ride that was a lot closer to the original tales. And and in the original ride, it it was just a community that was just where he was from, and it showed the people of the town. And then when they retooled it with the music, then it's a he, the whole dang town is celebrating Sinbad and his amazing adventure. They're just so happy for him to be going out and seeing the world, and it's not like he's. It's not. There's not an aspect to the story where it's like Sinbad's going to save us all or like Sinbad's going to find the answer and we're all depending on Sinbad. It's just like, hey, do you hear Sinbad's going on a boat with Chandu? Cool. Let's go out and see him off with a bunch of banners and singing. It's just so delightful. Well, what they realized, and if you read any blog post or wiki or any sort of thing about this ride, everyone makes sure to mention, it's like, okay, first off, you need to know one thing. The greatest treasure, it's friendship. Okay, that's the starting place. (laughs) And that is kind of like the thesis of this ride. And I think why it, it, you know, the vibe just changed so wildly. The song was added. Chandu was added. And like I I was saying before we started recording, the original ride, which opened with the parks in Bad Seven Voyages, everyone, everyone just looks is just unhappy to see you. Everyone's pissed. <laughs> like, yeah. Because <laughs> Sinbad, see, yeah, they're, he's like him and his crew are trying to get treasure. Like and in this, he's helping everyone and he's making new friends. He teaches a bunch of monkeys how to rock, you know? <laughs> yeah. He, that's the thing is the song becomes his his ticket into every community he encounters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, it's, it's a beautiful message. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's the, to show like the juxtaposition between the two versions, the original version and the newer version. It's like in the original version, the mermaids were like luring them to the rocks to like kill them. And then Which in this yeah, version, a very traditional idea of what mermaids did. They were, you know, sirens, they sang and they were gorgeous to try to entice ships to to rocky areas so that they would die mm-hmm. yeah not in, the, not in this version <laughs> not in this version they're hey. friends they're just more friends in Wee. this version and they tell you where to go yeah it it's very funny that that uh, uh is kind of was kind of universal across the ancient world and that it shows up in the iliad it shows up in mm-hmm. 1001 nights uh but here we flip it on its head and it's like they're just more friends get telling you which direction to go you know <laughs> everyone's a friend everyone's just a friend nothing but making friends on this ride i love all that about just supporting the the journey he's going on a trip and we have to be we should all be happy for him and on a personal note i might have said this before when i came back from japan i don't recall but how i felt because I had this unusual experience of like, no matter what, going to this park that I dreamed of going to for so long was going to be great and doing it with my wife. And like, it was, this was, there was, this was always going to be wonderful. But then that I would like post pictures throughout the day 
Um, and then I would get feedback from our listeners cheering us, cheering <laughs> Aaron and I on. Wow, go Scott. Nothing but positive, <laughs> like so insanely positive. And I'm like, that's the that's the town. The town is cheering me oh, and my true. journey on <laughs> it. And not only that, the other thing that occurred to me about why, the, like the whole the, the city supporting each other kind of vibe. That's Japan. That from my experience over those couple weeks of everything else in Japan, Japan is as nice and friendly as Sinbad's town. So you've already been <laughs> living in that love, like the kindness of strangers for 10 days or whatever. And then you get this little like depiction of it. Uh, that I think that's why the, the town, the supportive town resonates so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that makes sense. Uh, it's it's. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, you're, you're you compared um, the opening to Beauty and the Beast, and I'm trying to think. Like, Beauty and the Beast is really beautiful and it's fun and the town looks nice, but everyone's like being real dismissive of Belle for the most part. Like, oh, look at her, that weirdo. Like, there's none yeah, of the. She's it's so not, pretty. Why she got to read? Oh come on! <laughs> Enough with the reading, Bell. Like it's it's so beautiful, but like there's some negative. There's a lot of a lot of negativity. Also, she like finds that. her people. Like here's like here's the bookstore guy, and here's the people I get along with, and they get me. But it's not everybody. Some of the other people are nice, but they don't get me. And that's a little more, I think, what. <laughs> america's like maybe you gotta watch <laughs> out watch out for these people but then there's some of the best nicest people you're ever gonna encounter but whereas like yeah maybe japan and sinbad's town maybe it's like i should assume this person's a friend <laughs> easier to assume maybe yeah so uh, that's yeah there's it's like uh i guess they there was a you know maybe like a note in your head of like oh let's like make it like beating the beast but not so negative <laughs> yeah. wow you know yeah they fixed Let's, the one criticism. <laughs> well you don't need i mean I you don't was, need conflict in an 11 minute ride necessarily i was just about to say it's like i look i love a story with high stakes and conflict and darkness if you've seen infinity train you know that about me i write yes a, i i wrote a show for children that was like scary and upsetting but sometimes you just want a story where everybody likes each other and has a good time and sings a song yeah and it's just bad is that a positive adrenaline shot the whole time like the whole ride so like yeah we're, we're kind of going scene and scene here like basically like you're coming kind of coming in at the end of adventures a lot. Like it's almost like the adventures like kind of wrapping up Sinbad mm -hmm. has one, he's won people over. If the bad guys are bad guys, they have something comical has happened to them. Like there's a, a scene where they're one of them is in like the talons of a giant bird. Um, like another one like fell upside down into a giant egg yeah, <laughs> and his little feet are kicking around. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so it's like this this guy is like he's just he comes into a situation, he fixes it, uh, and now he's celebrating with his magical uh song. And that's sort of the format in most of those scenes. Um, yeah. And to, yeah, you know, to to explain the difference between the two versions, which we have a little bit, um, you know, you don't there's no difference in the locations. Like the the locales never change. The basic places that Sinbad goes, we go to this island where there's big birds, and we go visit a giant. But the dynamic 
shifts in every single one of them. They are all about making friends as opposed to a lot of the scenes seem to be about um, bad stuff is happening and you're going to narrowly escape the bad stuff. And in that way, it's kind of an awkward mix of cute figures like it's a small world but if they were all doing bad things to each other all around the world and you that's where you left it like oh no italy's on fire um can we help them no all right they're on their it's own like we came in just as uh hitler was invading france and we're like well see ya best of luck with that <laughs> it's a little cute doll hitler but, uh -huh. still, but still it's still it's the stakes hitler. are real for them mm -hmm. yeah cutest hitler and another th another thing, like it's a lot of the same audio animatronics too. And you, if you if you go back and watch the one that was there from two thousand one to two thousand six, you like, and then you watch the current one, you recognize all of them. They maybe some changed entirely. I don't know, but you seem to you kind of go, I know that guy, I know that yeah. guy. Mostly, and they just took away facial hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which oh, that, is we haven't talked about weird. that one in a very Disney. <laughs> It's classic fashion before the new rules. Yes. They made Sinbad remove his facial hair. Mm -hmm. The old world order. <laughs> yes. Walt's, Walt's ghost came to the Imagineers <laughs> and he said, I know what to do to fix this ride. Take the boy's facial hair away. Bearded animatronics are evil. That's, that's yeah. the rule. That's we right. all know Pirates the rule of, of the devil. <laughs> mm -hmm. The devil has a goatee. Sinbad shouldn't have one. <laughs> The way all I feel? the presidents with beards are all the evil ones. That's right. And the ones without now, hair are all yeah. good. <laughs> Nixon didn't have a beard. Now he takes credit for fixing the ride, and everybody's like, well, I think it was more the song. And he's like, nope. Facial hair. Entirely 100% that evil beard. Mm -hmm. um, but they also, like, something that I don't think is acknowledged, and I don't have tangible proof of this, but I do feel like you guys talked about the animatronics moving very smoothly. And I agree with that. And I think if you watch the old one, they're a little jerkier. Like maybe there's more going on. They actually might be like more advanced animatronics in that way that, that Johnny Depp moves a little more or Trump moves a little more. And I just listed two of the creepiest animatronics. <laughs> that you really we're, went for it. We're probably applying our feelings about the real life people to it a little bit. But I, regardless, I'm like, yeah, maybe a little too much movement going on. And I think that was maybe true of these old, some, some of these older characters. And one place that I notice it is uh, like belly dancing. There's belly dancing uh, going on kind of at the beginning and the end. Um, and for some, and I watched the original version, I'm like, why is this like creepier to me originally? And then they still dance in the, the new one. Why is it not? And I think it's like, I think that like the dancing is just like more manic. It's just like a crazier <laughs> dance. And then they're uh, sur just surrounded by people just staring down at the belly dancer's body. Whereas now it's like the person's dancing, but they're kind of on their own. They're just like they're off having a they're just well, off, like, it's uh, less being like free spirits. It's less for the male gaze, perhaps, yes, than it is yes. just for the celebration of dance. Yeah, I think so. I think they just want to dance and there's no there's no odd little crowd like too close. Like they gave <laughs> they gave the dancers some space and I, yeah. I think that's good. Mm -hmm. But just truly and we'll get to it with the monkeys, but big time the monkeys Ooh, the are monkeys like move are... crazily in the old one. Right. And then they've kind of toned it down. It's yeah, probably I... also just that the, you know, they're newer animatronics. And maybe you can be, be 
more subtle. Uh, um, mm-hmm. you, you know the you know what's like a very realistic animatronic, but that isn't. Well, it's a little creepy, maybe. But the the sh- the shaman of song, the shaman of song mm. is smooth. Fantastic. The movement doesn't yep. freak me out about the shaman. Maybe in general, the shaman is a little creepy, but it's but there's fluidity for sure. So wait, Scott, you're saying you like the shaman? Um, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> I guess technically, oh man. Uh oh, um, you've really backed yourself into a corner here. Do I like? Uh, God, I've I've been I've been hiding it this whole time. I love the shaman. Of <laughs> All right, thank you. My, it's Glad. been my desktop this entire time. Well, you <laughs> can appreciate shaman. the shaman of song while still feeling like kind of an uncanny valley mm-hmm. feeling about the shaman. Uh, well, yeah. you know what it is. It actually, it just occurred to me. It's the uh, it's the the big stuff in small rooms. It's that thing. <laughs> Rearing its head, as has as it has in many episodes. I think if the Shaman of Song was a open air, uh, just like with the sky above it, that'd be fine. But it's a very tall creature. Not a problem in Sinbad. I mean, there's big characters in Sinbad, but most of them are extremely small. So, oh man, I can't wait for you to ride this new ride everyone's talking about, and we'll get some real good feedback on that. I'm uh, sure you'll be on it soon enough. Pets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pets. Pets. So yeah, yeah. So there's a big, there's a big pet. We'll <laughs> oh boy, you have no idea. Wow, Jason got to see the big <laughs> oh, pet no. before us. I'm very jealous of Jason's yeah. big pet. Yeah, oh man. Um. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I will. I want to make a quick comparison though, and obviously it's not quite as good as the song here though. But I will say the Navi Shaman of Song song, is similar, uh, kind of haunted our vacation, much like Sinbad haunted. That is true. Where it's like, that, that's a new song you've just heard, and maybe it's just me, but I constantly was singing both songs the rest of our trip. Yeah, it became uh, one of uh, the other, an additional theme of the trip. Yes. So I so, will say I have zero emotion ascribed to the Shaman of uh, Song same. song. I yeah. did not, <laughs> yes, I did not cry about the Shaman of Song, and it doesn't do but the same But it did become me. a theme. But it definitely wormed its way into my head, and it I was using it as a weapon the rest of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Whereas Every time I song... would forget it, it got brought back. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, God. I'm so sorry. Um, this song I kept just like, yeah, like, just like getting going to the airport and getting on the plane. I just kept like anything that felt like part of a journey, I would uh, do this refrain, even though it was the opposite, where like... I I think Sinbad was kind of happy to be going home because, you know, like he had a good thing going back there, even though all the adventures were fun. We were so sad to leave Japan. Dear God, that was not, I did not feel the joy of this song leaving, uh, uh, leaving Disney Sea. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes, same. that was not, uh, not the same as you leaving Orlando the last time. Thinking uh, of uh, the that... shaman. <laughs> that was the refrain that was supposed to like keep me back, that was supposed to like. No, no, no! Don't go. Yeah, it didn't didn't do the trick <laughs> for me. Right. Um, Neither did. Well, maybe. Do, did you do you have the same effect though? Did, did the uh, the Baja men? Did the Baja men kind of? <laughs> were they like? Was that like a siren song for you, calling you to stay in Orlando forever? Uh, I mean, kind of. Crash yourself on the rocks of Orlando. Uh, the sirens, the Baja men, mm-hmm. calling to me. Uh, enticing yes. you from a shirtless on a rock just the idea yeah just the idea just the idea that you can see that list of bands that plays epcot every year in orlando 
does make me go, mm, wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad to live <laughs> 20 minutes and head over here a couple times a week and see <laughs> see the Baja men, see uh, uh, Third Eye Blind and Smash Mouth. And, oh, yeah. You can't hmm. see Sugar Ray anywhere else. They're very, that's <laughs> the rarest appearance that yes. they make. And Even course, though as, we have seen them two times. <laughs> this was re- this was a revelation in an episode a little while. Uh, Lindsay, you too. You were you've also seen them twice. Oh yeah, we went to to uh, the first one was Summerland, or was that the second one? I can't remember which one was which. It's the Summerland yes. tour, and we yeah it was. It I can't was sugar, remember the name of the next one, but it was Sugar. The first year it was uh, Sugar Ray. It was Everclear. Lit. It was the lit. It was the Wallflowers, and then one other band that I'm trying Marcy to remember. Marcy Playground. Marcy Playground who Marcy's opened. Marcy's Playground. No, Marcy Playground. Marcy Playground. Yeah. Um, my mother's name is Marcy, also. So that's it was a big thing Sticks in the in house. Your head. Yeah. When that was, what band was uh, around. <laughs> it was a great time to be a Marcy. Yeah. And we, uh, <laughs> yes, that was uh, what over 1997, 98. Uh, and I think we were like, oh, Marcy Playground, good. Then Lit hit the stage, and we were like, whoa, Lit is good. Yeah. <laughs> I was what like, oh, mean? I forgot that I really liked Lit as a teenager. They were and, just like, you know, people I mean, were, tr- people were like, my own worst enemy. People what a were tri- trickling into Greek theater. It wasn't even like it was full yet because it was a, you know, a big festival of music. And uh, Lit was bringing it. Like they were really like, they didn't care that they were playing second on the bill. And we were like, oh, Lit's pretty good. Wow. Lit was and, lit, uh, you would say? Yeah, lit was lit. I would mm-hmm. say that. And uh, and then Sugar Ray closed that time. And uh, Everclear, not so good, uh, hmm. like audio-wise. They were not bringing the energy. Sugar Ray, however, sounded fantastic. Mm-hmm. And Mark <laughs> McGrath, so a very charming band leader. <laughs> Like just I, really, a, he like he knows what he is, and he played it to perfection. Hmm. Like a nineties Mike, like self-effacing, like funny, mm-hmm. yeah, making yeah. fun I of like, himself and Sugar Ray. It was a good time. I'm scanning the I'm scanning the sincerity irony meter, and I'm landing at sincerity. That's oh what yeah. It yeah, yeah, like. yeah yeah no sincerity. He was he yeah. was like making fun of himself and him being like he said the fact like, that yeah, this like, tour existed. <laughs> <laughs> he was like he goes yeah you're here to see like douchey sugar ray and uh yeah <laughs> and we were all like ha, ha, we are here to see douchey sugar ray thank but, you uh, mark we're all friends thank you here. so much those singles are good i i maintain those singles are good uh i like how you call yeah. mark mcgrath a band leader as if he was like xavier <laughs> uh-huh james <laughs> brown yeah, um, james i mean brown. can you argue with his he... no yeah um so well, yeah then, then we then we went back the next year, and Smash Mouth was on the tour, and I believe they closed. Well, of course, yes. And I Gin mean, Blossoms was there, know? and that was fantastic. They were there both years, I believe. Oh, okay. I believe Gin right. Blossoms we've talked about this recently. Repeated, yeah. Um, but there, yeah, they got the and they got fastball, those fastball. Fastball was great. Fastball was there, yes. A couple songs I like a lot of uh, as far as mm-hmm. fastball. All right, and the you, audience wants to. Hear. And you guys, <laughs> you two, you guys went to uh, Sturgis right last year to see Smash. Yeah, last year, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you went to the motorcycle, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. and it oh, worked yeah. out great. The super spreader. Yeah, you stand up. Uh... Everyone stayed fi- six feet apart, wearing masks. It was really a safe, just like welcoming. It was like, mm-hmm. it was like 
uh, the town, seeing everyone off, seeing Sinbad off. Seeing Sinbad off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, code. I think I've said before on the podcast that uh, uh, Lindsay, my old lady, Lindsay, jumped into the uh, sidecar on my hog, mm-hmm. and we headed out for Sturgis, mm-hmm. uh, and it was really a hell of a time. Yeah. yeah, and you brought back a lot of memories and a lot of COVID. Yeah, right. <laughs> tons, tons of COVID. Um, but we, yeah, we had a great time uh, in Sturgis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, let's let's talk about more stuff on the ride. May, have, have we not talked about Sean Do enough? That's no, the, that's the other yeah. big. So yeah, there was no there was no Sean Do before. Mm-mm. Um, it was it was just this this it was bearded just a mercenary Sinbad. band of sailors, <laughs> of killers for. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, stealing yeah. treasure, getting greedy. Get, like, that they're the reason they were attacked by birds. Whereas in the new version, they are pirates that Sinbad is fighting instead of the men he hired for the journey. Yeah, <laughs> God, yes. it's his guys. Yeah, Yikes. so now, now instead of those jerks, he's got a cute little tiger cub, <laughs> the cutest tiger. Oh my God! If you have never seen this, C H A N D U, and I'm sure it'll be on Twitter as we do this. I, boy, what a heartwarming. Yay, we have our is it cute arguments all the time. I would like to meet the monster who does not find Chandu to be cute. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't need I don't need to know. I don't, I don't need, need to know, know that person that or person their mind. Exists. Yeah, um, 100% if we did the poll. I'd like to know who's one... responsible for Chandu. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot of um like kind of in-depth imagineering interviews and stuff yeah. about this attraction. I was trying to there find should some be. Yeah, I mean, I when th- you have this much of a retool, you shouldn't. There should be. I want to know the oral history of the Sinbad retool. Yeah. Oh sure, it's interesting. Uh, they don't do stuff like this a lot, and they don't do it like unless there's they, there's a lot of changeouts that involve in putting in new IP. But there's not a lot of like the ride's not working. Let's fix it, but in like a st- in a screenwriting way. Let's like there there needs to be a journey and a better hero and a music uh, musical arc that tells you who the character is and a fun little sidekick. Locations can stay the same. Robots can stay the same. Go. Well, I'm like, very cu- I'm very retool. curious as to what the new Snow White ride is going to be because it's no longer the scary adventure. Right now, it's the Enchanted yeah. Wish. Yeah. It's an enchanted Wish. <laughs> What's that going to look like? <laughs> yeah. What does Magical that phrase friendship. mean? Yeah. <laughs> You know, because yeah, most wishes wish? not that enchanted. This yeah. wish very enchanted. Most wishing wishes for the prince to come. Wishing for right. I, so that's mm-hmm. her wish is the prince, and I maybe guess. and now they have a moment at the end, like the prince things resolved a little better, in that they have a kiss. The wish is for a kiss, and she has an enchanted kiss as per her enchanted wish. I think mm-hmm. maybe that's what it is. That I mean, right. Snow White's "I Wish" song is literally about wishing, so. Yes, she's pretty, at a wishing well. Pretty appropriate, correct. but yeah. still, yeah. like, not. Doesn't really indicate what the changes are going to be. Right. Um, yeah, we'll. I sure. mean, uh, we'll sooner ra- uh, today. People know. I think there's people already posted videos. I'm yeah. gonna go in cold. Yeah, I don't want any know. changes. Well, that wish. I want it to wish? be like Sinbad. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I want it to be like Sinbad. I was thinking you were saying like, um, like a retooling. Like, could could. Could Alan Menken, and I want to mention Alan Menken wrote that song with a guy named Glenn Slater as well. Oh, uh, yes, he should him be credit. Uh, I believe he wrote the lyrics to the song. Um, but could, could Menken and Slater have saved Superstar Limo 
with a song. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> you know, because like you leave the animatronics in and you leave what was there. But yeah, maybe. Like you didn't have to put Monsters Inc. in. They could have written a song yeah. about Hollywood that would have saved the ride and, and now we would have been enjoying the beautiful Superstar Limo song to this day. Mm. Just that would make us cry. has money for me. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be Grab about some coming maps to Hollywood Drew with a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Soaring. Epic. <laughs> Boring and epic. Both. City yeah, of stars. <laughs> See him shining just for me. <laughs> right? It wasn't, yeah, I, it wasn't I get out you. yet. It wasn't out yet, though. To, yeah, I know. To put that in there, but that would have been a that would have been a good. Should, they should have tried that. I mean, I like that one song from earlier, and that really quick song that I can't remember the name of, but it's very jaunty, and there's a lot of costume changes in uh, La La Land. Uh, mm. it took me a while to remember the name of the movie. Probably not a great sign that you would put <laughs> in a ride. I don't know. Is that a, is that more of a, uh, a a sign of your mental state, or is that? Uh, oh yeah, I, it's yeah. My memory has uh, definitely deteriorated. <laughs> I definitely need to take some What's more supplements. For interpretation. And, I'm not yeah. even sure why La La Land came up to to begin with before you like, produced the title. Oh, a uh, jaunty Hollywood He's, song. You were yeah, talking exactly. about that's, jaunty that's the song. song he was yeah, singing. it's I from La La Land. City yeah, of yeah. Stars. Yeah, City yeah. of Stars. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's. We should be advertising some sort of supplements for brains, you know, like a, the Joe Rogan oh, podcast new, does. Yeah, some sort of nootropic, nootropic. Yeah, if we yeah. could, yeah, if we could put that out into the world, we're willing to um, advertise for some sort of brain supplement. <laughs> yeah, we have have we? In the way of weird. Hey, pills. Lynn, Lynn over at Forever Dog. Yeah, Lynn, get us a brain supplement. <laughs> Yeah, get us that sweet brain supplement sponsorship. I want that. Get get in touch with Big Brain Supplement. Yeah, we need Jason. We can get Jason on these pills ASAP. I don't. I won't take the vaccine, but I will take any weird pill or powder that gives money to this program. A tincture. If you got a tincture, I'm all about it. Yes, that's right. Um, Let me say another thing about uh, Chandu, which is that uh, his popularity. And his cuteness is such that there is a snack in the park based around him. Uh, and I thought that I knew, I thought I could picture what this was. I thought maybe I'd even seen it or had it, but I clearly didn't have it because I'd remember this. Because the actual, what the Chandu tiger tail is, it, if you look at it, it's, it looks very pastry. And it is an orange and black, uh, odd, odd little like question mark shaped uh, pastry piece, but what's inside it is referred to as a chicken cream bun, <laughs> which sounds awful to me. However, there were a bunch of things in Tokyo Disney that sounded not the best and then were the best. So maybe <laughs> I would be a fan of this chicken cream. Huh. Well, I think it, I think it's like a bao uh, dough with like a chicken pot pie kind of filling. And it's just not described. Mm. So oh, you can imagine that. Pastry. Yeah, it's a savory pastry. <laughs> we didn't, Lindsay, we didn't eat Chandu's tail. It sounds really We might familiar, have, now that I'm but, thinking about it. I think we did. It, maybe. I think we did. I, I think it was it, raining and we had it. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I don't know. Well, I should look through the photo. Really the tramp did. Yeah, we ate Chandu's, Chandu's tail mm-hmm. from each end. We were, uh, yeah, like Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. So romantic. Um, Did you guys see they we sell a key? By... Huh. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, they sell a keychain of the tiger tail. Wow. Oh, with like oh, a, wow. 
a keychain of the tail and the wrapper the tail comes in. <laughs> That's so Tokyo. That is yeah, like the, just the, the kind of thing they'd get fixated on. It's great. The wrappers at Tokyo, maybe we didn't say this on those other two episodes, like food wrappers are like th- fully themed. Like art. In a way, they're like not, like you don't even want to throw the wrappers away for their like quick service chicken sandwich or something. Because like, I think the first place we ate was over in, I guess, Frontierland. And it was like fully themed so. to the Junior Woodchucks with Huey, Dewey, and Louie on the wrapper. And I was eating like an okay sandwich with this like beautiful piece of like artwork, essentially. And I'm like, I have to throw this away? Like, <laughs> and the same with Chandu. Such Sha- care Chandu. goes into everything. Chandu has like his tiger tail, but then the package with the tiger tail comes in is like themed to Chandu. And it's, uh, it, you find that everywhere, which is a fun little extra bit of theming, which we do not have out here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Such attention to detail. Uh, that's me, uh, directly related to what I was going to say, which is we were very disappointed by the lack of Sinbad merchandise, much like country bears in Florida. Well, yeah, mm. they, it was mostly Chandu focused. There was a good amount of Chandu stuff, but we wanted like a Sinbad doll or something. Like I wanted yeah. him playing like his little, I don't know if it's a mandolin or guitar or he's whatever. your best friend. Yeah, because I, again, I, I, he won me over very quickly. And I was looking for like a whole, all of the figures or something, all of the characters. I especially that belly dancer figure I was looking for. Yeah, the you wouldn't shut up about pack. that belly dancer figure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You're either singing the song or sitting on that belly dancer. I just like her vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we were, yeah, we were sort of disappointed in the range of stuff you could get. It was just mostly mm-hmm. tiger focused. Not the quality of the merchandise itself, but the, the, yeah, the lack the, the, of additional merchandise. It was also Chandu focused. I just always um, want more. I want more, 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 all the time. More. I I was super satisfied with the amount of Chandu stuff, and I bought a Chandu puppet, and it was and which Aaron and I both agreed would be good to have. But there's to keep being corny in an episode of corniness. We uh, and we confirm later that unspoken we were buying the Chandu puppet, thinking. I hope that this is for a baby. <laughs> and then that is what ended up Aww. being the case. We would have been happy to have this tiger puppet regardless. Sure. Uh, we have plenty yeah. of toys as it is. But, we, but I remember that specifically. I was, and, you're, and you're so heartwarmed by the ride. We were just kind of like, mm-hmm. huh. yeah, all right. We'll see you back in America, dude. <laughs> and then and now on to the to, next generation. <laughs> yeah, thought so Michael has never ride. had. <laughs> this is for a child no absolutely not (laughs) i have the opposite for me and for me yeah i have the opposite feeling like i will not let a future child see like touch this they will not be allowed we're like this is for a child me <laughs> I sh- I will undercut it by saying that he has no interest in plushes uh, of any kind. <laughs> Chandu has a bell, which is good. The bell helps. Something that makes noise is good. So uh, that that put, it puts it a notch above other stuffed animals, which he doesn't uh, care about. So that all punctured that nice little fantasy scene. But uh, <laughs> still, it was, uh, it was nice. There's still time. I mean, he can get. He'll get into plush. We'll get it. We'll make it. You brought over some. You you, you brought over fantastic plushes. A DeLorean and a Doc Brown, uh, which That's he right. did immediately go for that DeLorean. So, um, 
He has a need Will. for he has a need for speed. Probably, <laughs> he's going to be at Sturgis in a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> he loves autos. Last in Sammy Hagar, the, the <laughs> iconic music from BTTF two. He's going to be on. He's going to be watching Jay Leno's Garage in a couple months. Oh hell yeah! I'll take him to Jay Leno's garage. He likes <laughs> trains. And now I, I'll find it. It's probably not that far from where we live. I'll just go knock on the door. He'll probably be like, "Yeah, sure, for a kid." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And love modes of transportation and yeah, cartoon character and cartoon character Jay Leno. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love his exaggerated chin. That's right. He uh, does like yeah. Uh, uh, the, he yells. The baby yells a lot when he sees a big truck, and that's essentially Jay too. It's like the enthusiasm of a six month old. <laughs> Ah! Wow! <laughs> I'm trying to split Scott? the difference between Jay and Baby. Scott compared yep. Jay Leno to a street shark on an episode a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> like body wise, his big—he's just so top heavy, and his head is big. He's like a human street shark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, kids, kids love street sharks. Um, um, okay. So, uh, oh wait. So, so trying to this can take us into some scenes, maybe. But I wanted to ask this question: just knee jerk. And does it, do people have a favorite Chandu moment? Because you see him in all of these scenes, these scenes that were very like mean and joyless before, and now there's some way that this cute tiger is undercutting it all with cuteness. And I think there's a lot of great tableaus, but do you have a knee jerk? What's your favorite moment of him? Well, the first That's one like, that occurred to me was him on the, the water spout coming out of the whale's blowhole. Yeah. Yeah. Spinning, That's a good one. Spinning around. Mm-hmm. That's great. It's yeah, hard to, it's hard to beat that one. I feel like I, I like, like him, him with in, all the bananas a lot. The bananas you know, is cute. Yeah. The very end, he is like taking a little nap uh, as Sinbad says goodbye Ooh. to you, and then Chandu like lifts his head up and kind of goes like, "Ah!" Eh! Like that was kind of <laughs> cute because he hadn't really talked the rest of the ride, at least from what I could tell on video. Mm-hmm. Just a little, little moments. You hear it in the uh, in the clean audio yeah. of, the, of the song, but little like. <laughs> It's it's great. The little you get is is plenty. Yeah, uh, I like when he jumps on a drum too. That's Boom. what I was gonna say. The drum. He's being that's adorable. Oh he's yeah, he's being yeah, carried yeah. by like four guys in a big drum, and he's like he's on top of it, like he's a conquering hero, which is really great. That was um, another moment that that jumped out to me because I think when the drum sound effect hits of him jumping on it, I imitated it with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> He's and he goes dum dum, and so that I went dum dum, just because it seemed fun. So that mm-hmm. was the other one that stuck out to me. I am sure that I got home and picked up the cats that I hadn't seen in several weeks, and uh, who were <laughs> over with the with their grandparents. Uh, and I, I'm sure I picked one up and made them go boing boing boing. <laughs> I ascribed a lot of chandu to the cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. I recommend uh, it with Edwin. Give it a shot. Mm-hmm. He'll, he we'll hates see. being picked up. I don't think that's good. <laughs> <laughs> right, Do deal. not think Remind. that will go well. <laughs> Didn't work with the cats either. No, he has some cat uh, tendencies, but is not a cat. Yeah. Um, Standoffish sometimes. Mm-hmm. Wriggles away. Mm-hmm. Wriggles out of potentially cute situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to think, like, is there a way to get even just a Chandu presence in some part is it like chandu a member of c society of explorers and adventurers like isn't there a way i you know i, well, I do sinbad well sure i mean yeah this is the thing like i and maybe this is a more of the end of the conversation of the episode but like 
I do like it that it's only in Japan. There is something really cool about this. Don't clone it. It should just be in Japan. That being said, couldn't we get a little reference somewhere just for the big Sinbad fans? Yeah, just like incorporate him into the family a little more. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's Adventureland, like fortune teller machine, like we did the episodes about. Is there some little, you just put a coin in and and, uh, Chandu bounces on a drum? Yeah, that yeah. Would, something, something like that. I would love something like that. Because, yeah, there's no... I think really what your question, Scott, po- like the po- question you just posed proves there's like really probably not a bad Chandu moment as long as mm-hmm. it's involving Chandu. Mm-hmm. Is wonderful. he uh, tying someone up in the in the cave scene where they're yes. freeing the ogre? That yeah. is very cute. I have to say, uh, a thing I really like watching the footage of this ride is that scenes stuff is set up or like stuff calls back previous scenes. Like when Sinbad unlocks a giant lock with a big feather from the bird Island yeah, yeah. is so, and then that's so sweet to me. And then you come around the corner and him and the giant ogre are jamming together. Wow. It's, it's just so nice. It's just so <laughs> like heartwarming. And then later, like music is acknowledged is a big part of this because, yeah, he teaches the, the I think it, I saw it referred to as the residents of the monkey kingdom. He teaches them how to play <laughs> mm-hmm. instruments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is. Yes, he is spreading the song. He is spreading the love of knowledge of music around and playing. And yes, as you said, the, the my favorite scene is that scene where he's playing with this ogre. And as, as we alluded to earlier, the animatronic feels like it's 40 feet tall. I'm sure it's not. But in my memory, it's like the tallest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And yeah, it's so it's great. Huge. It's right by, um, or excuse me, it happens like right during that soaring part of the song as well. And I I noticed that scene for particular, I would start to go like get emotional again when we rode over and over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, and now, the ogre's th- voice here... is so deep. Yes. Yeah. And he, yes, and he sa- he is very deep, and Sinbad is much higher, but they fit together so nicely. Mm-hmm. There is harmony, mm-hmm. even though they are such different types of beings, and the power of song brings them together. It's so beautiful. Um, this is really the core of what this redo was, from this kind of abrasive ride to the, the friendly heartwarming uh, ride that we love, uh, where the, it's... Is it a giant? What do we call? I kept seeing it's it as the cave of the giant. I think it's called a giant. I just think of him as an ogre because he's green. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Shrek, yeah. I think yeah, because he doesn't. He's not like he doesn't have human form exactly, and so I, giants I think yeah. of as being just like big old people. Big people, but but he he's not certain, people. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's weird creature. and bulbous, and uh, yeah, has has a particular color. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he um, in the original one, it's it is sort of the midpoint of the ride, and it's this very same grand vista where you round a corner. But in the old one, he is holding up two people like by their clothes or upside down, dangling by their legs, and kind of torturing them. Might be people who deserve it, who are trying to plunder his riches. Nevertheless, it was still like, this is your centerpiece as a giant being (laughs) Oh, yeah, and then Sinbad's got his sword out and is, like, clearly about to go to battle with the giant ogre. (laughs) That, yeah, that scene with the original scene with the giant or ogre, like, with the people in his hands, 
Reminds me of the Robert Smigel Shazang cartoon <laughs> where Shazang is like a genie, but he's like the most mean, petty genie petty, that like yeah. hurts people and like, like does too kill. much. Like, yeah, yeah, like, he, like the, could just kind of like embarrass them once, but instead like like punches them into the ground and makes them eat manure. Yeah, um, and then and then punches himself because he's <laughs> he hates himself the most. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a very funny cartoon, but this it does remind me of this where I'm like, man, that that giant can like really do some harm to these people, and like, fine if they were bad, yeah, do some like throw them over. They were to the bad. Side. They were trying to steal his treasure after just trying to steal all those yeah. bird eggs. But I just yeah. picture, yeah, I picture him like making those guys eat manure after the after we're after the boat is cleared. <laughs> then the giant does something really cruel to them. Like chewing them kind of as slowly as he can. Like, how can I get their meat off but still keep them alive? <laughs> What's yeah, the slowest yeah, yeah. I yes. can eat these people? He's gonna yeah, torture he seems them. like such a jerk. You know, it's not, it's not this harmony, this song, this beautiful moment. Sorry, Jason, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that talking about the original version of the show uh, reminds me of some stuff I pulled up of um, in America... It is very popular every now and then to dig up uh, and do a Sinbad thing because it's extremely in the public domain. And uh, this ride, the current version of this ride could not be further from, let's say, this uh, short-lived 90s syndicated Sinbad. Uh, or Who's this hunk? Yeah. From 96? I don't know. I also don't know who this like man who's got a real like sour oh, look Sean on his Dew. face. Oh, that's Sean Do. <laughs> that's human, human Sean Do. And then there, of course, is the 2003 Forgotten DreamWorks animated film Sinbad: Legend of the Seven Seas, with what I am predicting is the most expensive voice cast I have ever <laughs> oh, yeah, seen. That's... Oh God! Uh, Brad Pitt, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Joseph Fiennes. And then, of course, at Universal Florida, there was a show I always really liked, The Eighth Voyage of Sinbad. Not a lot of merchandise from that either, but I found this on eBay a while back, and um, I kind of know <laughs> if this was the logo they were going with, why they didn't sell a lot of this. <laughs> it's He is ripped. Yeah, it's yeah. He's jacked. Yeah, and mean. I, the, like these are everyone looks mean. It's, yeah, the female friend looks mean. The little guy looks mean. The mean crew. Really? Yeah. Um, Jason, you know, you bringing all this up. I also found a few different versions <laughs> of Sinbad that oh might be of some quick interest. Uh, just because, yeah, this is obviously this character has been around forever and been used in a lot of different ways. Um, and let me just some of the quick quick highlights real quick here. Uh, there was a Fantastic Four Sinbad crossover uh, <laughs> in 2001. Chris Claremont wrote it. I have not read anything about it. Uh, there was something called the Freedom Force TV show in 1978, which had a super team, much like the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, with Merlin, Sinbad, Super Samurai, Isis, and Hercules. Uh, and then what one, of combo. one of my we're gonna my... get the f we're gonna get a really expensive, really miserable movie out of this in the next <laughs> yeah. uh, six years. Uh, yes, uh, and then one of my favorite topics: uh, junky Hanna Barbera cartoons. There was something called Sinbad Junior and his magic belt. <laughs> and uh, I'll just play a little, just uh, a snippet like of this intro. Sinbad, 
sailing the ocean blue with Salty the parrot by his side. They are a fearless crew. What the heck? Ready for a fight. Whatever is fair, they'll be there, turning round to right. So, yeah, Sinbad is, Sinbad Jr. is white. Uh... Uh, and he has a he has a character named Salty the Parrot, which is his sidekick, which is of course Mary Oceaneer's parrot sidekick's name in C, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Oh, uh, so I don't know. They ripped Disney ripped off Hanna Barbera <laughs> with yeah. a very classic show that everyone knows, Sinbad Jr. and his magic belt. I think he just well, set off a corporate corporate war by stating that. <laughs> yeah, he did yeah. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Anna Barbera because I was convinced there was a Fox Kids or an ABC morning Sinbad cartoon. And then I I looked and what I was thinking of was a Hanna Barbera cartoon from 1991 called The Pirates of Dark Water. If you recall oh, that. Sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which remember f- that. Features a character named Nidler. Uh, voiced <laughs> in the miniseries uh, premiere by Roddy McDowell and later in the show by Frank Welker. Oh, wow. Uh, Jody Benson's cool. in this. What's that? Little Mermaid herself, Jody Benson, is on this show. Oh, I believe wow. so. Yeah. T- as Tula. That's interesting. I have to, hmm. I was about to say, I have to go back and watch that, but you know what? I don't. The designs and conk <laughs> and the lug brothers. You know what? I think it's really good to draw the line at things like we don't have to watch everything. Uh huh. We can be oh. discerning. A plea from the person who lives with Mike to Mike. Oh, I'm the one who watches things. <laughs> I'm the watcher in the house. She is the watcher in the house. I am the collector. I'm Tanalier Tavon. And she is Uatu, Uatu. Uatu, the Watcher, and I'm Tanalir Tavon to use Marvel characters. Uh, yes. Um, can I quick, uh, let me make a point about the ride and the changeover. I feel like there, there's, I'm sure there's, you know, a good way to do a Sinbad ride that's scary and more like the original stories. But I don't think it's like a small world, slow moving boat ride. That, that is, I think, where they went wrong. Where it's like you want to do something like scary and intense. I think the ride system needs to be a little bit more intense as well. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If you've just got a do- dark ride, but it's not a ride, it's like you're just watching these intense inve- adventures instead of feeling like you're in the experience. Yeah, and it's you know it's a mix of I think the slower moving ride plus the small world style doll uh, animatronics. Like if it was fully pirates level like human-sized animatronics mixed with a slower moving boat ride i think then that's a different story we might be going there's this very cool sinbad ride that's dark and creepy that's in tokyo but i think that is why the first version of it really didn't work so well Hmm. we associate boats with relaxation and maybe even with cuteness or at least uh niceness but if it was like a even if it was a like haunted mansion style, if it like you can be slow and scary, but it can't be a slow boat and scary. Yes, that's what I think. I mean, I don't can't think of anything that's contradicting what I'm saying that works. But like, I feel Unless like that's what it there's is. There's like a scary. It could be a slow boat, then where there's a big drop or something that's all building, 
to something bad happening. Right. That's okay. But like, th- but maybe that original ride had this air of malice. Like we're going into worse and worse places and more dangerous situations, but then it's not building to a drop or something. Right. Exactly. Um, like if you took, uh, if you took like small world and you like put like a weird, like took the song away and then made it like it would ar- immediately be weirder because they're like dolls and toys. I mean, it's already a weird ride that we all like. But yeah, if you took the song away and put this original Sinbad song in there, it would be odd. Mm-hmm. It would be odd. Or for like sure. if you know those things where you take out a, a sitcom's laugh track or something. If you just like hit every sound effect <laughs> yeah. and there was no song and just Changes a bunch the of mood weird drastically. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, then you've then what you've got is the gripping film escape from tomorrow where they <laughs> finally oh, reveal man. that small world is twisted man <laughs> yeah that's I, it's hard to tell if i like dismal land better or escape from tomorrow sometimes. <laughs> like i'm always doing that sort of battle in my head which one is more outrageous which one more like cuts to the core which one mm. more, like really gets to the truth of the matter Make you question that we like this stuff. Like, have you ever thought about that? It's all a bunch of like, just like corporate crap shoved into our brains. <laughs> that we're being fed thought stew by a corporation by Wait, head chef what? Walt Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Who was That's like, good. you know, Walt was like, Walt like literally what like did hate crimes. He was like <laughs> the worst man, and he's frozen. He's frozen. <laughs> and he's he's frozen. Do you know definitely. about his frozen head? He's he's got a head and he's frozen. <laughs> it's like under the it's deep under the castle. It's hundreds of feet uh, under the castle, and he like friends with Hitler too. Like he was. He was like a in doll. the a room doll. when a lot of that happened. A doll. Yeah. Also, uh, why, I'm why 14 and I just uh, discovered the concept <laughs> that like adults don't always have the answers. <laughs> I just downloaded a bunch of Bill Hicks MP3s. <laughs> it's really, it's all making me think, man. Uh, I have my, a stepdad now and it's changed everything. My, yes, you know what? My, if I really think about it, my complaint with this, all this stuff is that these people don't know Disney well enough to know exactly what to make fun of and think is bad. They, yeah. yeah, there are they, they need, yeah. They need, <laughs> they need to listen to the podcast. They need to hear from us if they want to do their real awesome piece of satire, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's like, what I'm really most... I'm really most upset with them just not knowing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, like not easy. proper ride maintenance... Uh, or that actually Walt was a little too chummy with Lenny Riefenstahl. But, uh, you know, <laughs> like, mostly Let's get at the union busting. Let's yeah, the real yeah, there's stuff. Frozen head. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying these, these are not, these are the surface level pairs. Mm-hmm. Say the, yeah. Get the real stuff and then you can use that tone. Yeah, and then, then we'll can, talk. Yes, then we'll talk. I mean, yeah. we won't talk. I don't want to I don't want to, I don't to, want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't talk to any of these people. No, no, we already no. know much, this. Much we already know this. You find or... it out and then talk amongst yeah. yourselves. P- please yeah. don't say the word, phrase NFTs to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm checked out on the, the whole thing. Um, absolutely. Um, I think maybe the one place that we haven't super visited is the land of the monkeys, uh, which is also a pretty dramatic shift from the original to the the current one where okay i think we all agree that this is maybe the most out of place and the one where you feel the most like all right so you feel the old ride Mm -hmm. in this one 
it is a happy scene, but the song stops. We go into like a full percussive jam and uh, the monkeys are all mostly like drumming and banging on stuff and shaking sticks and it's fun. Um, in the original, they are bloodthirsty and I think they want <laughs> they're to terrifying. eat you in the boat. Like They're the first characters that you feel like notice you and they want to <laughs> pounce on you and put holes in your neck. It's You've really, they're out. so crazy. Yeah, 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 um, Oh, God, the monkeys have seen us. It's really, and they, like, it, it, this is a little creepy. The, the, the sullen teens we were just impersonating might think this is weird, that they do, <laughs> they kept all the monkeys the same, but they switched them from, like, uh, howling, scary faces to big old smiles. And I think it's successfully, I think the monkeys but, are kind of lovable. But they're pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, boy, it, that monkey sequence... I, I was like genuinely scary. It's just like weird. Boy, this is nuts. All these monkeys <laughs> mad at you. I was reading that like part of the reason they changed it is because children were scared. And so I'm watching the original ride through and I was like, I guess is it like the fact that the like the giant ogre is big or something like I guess I see it. And then it gets to the monkeys and I was like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> None for me. I don't like these monkeys at all. They're scary. Yeah, yeah, not to redeem it. If we'd all grown up in Japan, we'd be do all of our podcasts would be about being freaked out by these monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the in the new one though, you know what I really like in this sequence is how Sinbad has a pretty jaunty, fun air for the most part, and I think the most serious he is anywhere in the ride is banging on on drums <laughs> with the monkeys. He is so focused. Mm -hmm. He is taking this jam seriously. Mm -hmm. He's very can. serious about his music. Uh, yeah. He's no Mark McGrath. He doesn't have <laughs> self-awareness. No. He is there for, for the craft. And there's he's looking no, down. He's yeah, a Yeah, there's no patter. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Keep it down. I'm working. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, maybe that's not one of his like main instruments either. Maybe that's one where he has to focus a little bit more. Like guitar, yeah. mandolin. That oh, you can kind of yeah, yeah. He can kind of do whatever uh, while he's playing those, but this one he has to really sit and keep uh, keep in time with the beat. Um, yeah, like if someone asked Sinbad, "Can you play drums?" the response would be, "I can, but <laughs> uh, you know, like he's like, I'm just war I'm warning you now, you know." It's not the first instrument I learned. Like I just picked it up, like maybe like six months ago. Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If uh, we're just having fun, it's fine. If we're just having fun, but if we're putting down tracks, uh, you might want to call <laughs> someone, someone else. Should do it. Yeah. yeah. Someone else should do Bring it. Bring in the wrecking Don't like. Yeah. I'll damn. But <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, there's a quick. I don't know. Maybe. The, maybe I'm crazy about this. If you were to sort of take the one of some of the animatronics of Sinbad, does he look a little bit like some of these like direct to DVD Pinocchios? Yeah. Oh, like a you little mean like the, bit, like the Jonathan Taylor there, Thomas one. It's yeah, not a little a bit. Clear Disney style. It's like, yeah, it's like a capitalizing off Disney releases. Yeah, maybe it's just because he's a small animatronic, and I'm thinking of uh, Pinocchio. But if we didn't like him and we didn't like the song and everything surrounding it, would we say he was like almost getting into like ventriloquist dummy? 
territory. He, and not really. Not that. I wouldn't necessarily go that far. But you know what I mean? He's like, it's in the family. I mean, that small world <laughs> dolls are in the family of ventriloquists. Yeah. I think comparing it to like knockoff straight to DVD releases is, is very accurate. I think that's it's, a fair assessment of the art style of the animatronics. Yeah, it's not fully like Roberto Benini Pinocchio boy. <laughs> but it's it's yeah, there again, yeah, it's close. It's close. It's but flirting. That's, it's flirting with that. Um sure. But, sure. But but uh, it, I think it it makes it through. Yeah, you oh, still yeah. end up you still end up loving the guy. It's weird yeah. that we aren't more creeped out by the the animatronic style. Like th- this would be prime to be a little like scary. But I think I yeah, think we love all his friends and neighbors. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're yeah. cute. Um, and all the other creatures like they're at the end. There's the uh, it's a whale right at the end. Um, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's cute. That's cute, and it's it was sort of unbelievable to me. I thought it was just going to be the silhouette. Be- and then you round the corner and they do it to you again. You you turn the corner and on the your right-hand side is a massive thing. And it's like I can't mm-hmm. believe in America I feel like the the money people would just be like, "Oh, you you got it once. Do we have to, can we, <laughs> we cut the second one? We gave You got King Kong at the end. Can't the recipe screens? Ugh. Uh, but here it's twice it's unbelievable yeah, yeah. that yeah. rumor that I, that's one where i was watching the video and going like this isn't this was grander in person i feel i think like yeah um, i think the darker the lighting is in a ride video the less it translates and this i just remember that room being super magical and it's kind of the last big thing before you return home but then the home there's so much going on at home too like you're you're scarcely done after the whale there's still so yeah. much it's like i wish i had taken like a notepad on the ride with me for when we eventually did this episode because yeah you mm-hmm. can't in the ride views you the, the ride throughs you can't like see every it's like there's so much stuff going on and there's little details i'm sure we're missing that are are very nice but jason when you go to tokyo soon you know you will <laughs> have to uh, uh point out that stuff that we've missed yeah, I mean, they just uh, uh, <laughs> shut down some theme parks there in some cities. Uh, I don't think Tokyo or Disney, but well, I Universal. See, I didn't say tomorrow. No, home. no, but hopefully. But I'm just trying yeah, to get... to break the rule. I think the intention was to save a lot of Tokyo until we all did it. But like now, like there was a world where you, you might have gone, you know, in 2020 or 2021, but obviously that hasn't worked out. And yeah, I, I hope you get the, the shot. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now that you yeah. have the shots. Yeah. I phrased that on. Right. <laughs> but I made it work. Since August. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it's August. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We all have them for a long time. Um, the last scene is what, you know, I think I declared this, I don't know in what ride, but I, I think one of these little uh, theme park recurring things that I've decided I like is indoor fireworks. I mm. really like fireworks up on the ceiling in any case, I, I, you know, in the, the mm-hmm. Mexico ride in Epcot. And there's so many here. Um, the return home is so great. I, and then it's you're just back to like, good luck on your journey. And then how was your journey? Good? Oh, wonderful. Glad to yeah, hear it. I think Show it's us pictures. funny that when he gets back, they're like, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> on what? They would have but said thank that you. <laughs> any, no matter what happened, even if he didn't rescue some, some bird eggs. Yeah, he could have come back totally empty handed and they would have been like, well, those hands are full of friendship. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's right this town loves each <laughs> other and it's wonderful um i yeah i it's it's just it's so grand like how much of it is back in his town and it's all still it's all memorable and compelling and um i and 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 boy so long that is really the benefit of the boat ride that they can just go and go and yeah. go and you you don't get tired of it mm-hmm. um and yeah it's the boat ride yeah the nice thing about your small ro- the slow moving boat ride is you can pack stuff in to be seen because it's not gonna like you won't be like well they're going too fast to be able to pay attention to all these details um yeah um well, I mean, what, what have we not called out? Are there other details that we've that we've missed? Um, I mean, yeah, there's, there's, a, f- there's a, a scene we didn't really talk about that just seems to be like a nice exchange of uh, vases <laughs> between <laughs> yeah. him and a and a sultan. They just kind of like, here you go, all right, good to meet you. It's mm-hmm. not like as dramatic as the bird one, but in it's the nice. original ride, I read that that was that character was warning Sinbad about the dangers to come (laughs) with the monkeys because the monkeys are next right 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 so that character is like beware there are scary creatures and Mm -hmm. you're heading into the unknown and then monkeys and then it like gives him time to form a plan yeah and and instead in this one it's like hey vase teach me this song we want to just absolutely fill your boat with treasures. <laughs> just everywhere he goes, there the, the monkeys. By the end of hanging out with the monkeys and teaching the monkeys the song, they're like, "Take the biggest boatload of bananas you've ever seen in your life." That's how much we appreciate our time with you. To the point where, when I was rewatching it, I was like, "Did they bring bananas?" to the monkeys no the monkeys are giving them a boatload of bananas out of the goodness of their heart Mm. that one hadn't occurred to me that's Mm -hmm. wonderful that is nice and i do gets a ton he gets i that that, i was about to say i really like the look of the fake bananas too before we started talking (laughs) yes to say like you know those fake bananas look great something fake fruit on rides i'm sure like not always like attracted to the fruit like i am to these bananas <laughs> i found these bananas might be a good attractive. if we're if we're doing fake final Ooh. fours that's an interesting one what's food on a ride noted you, oh yeah oh horizons has all that future food in it all those oh, combo yeah. fruits mm. yeah and then yeah. there's a gingerbread house haunted mansion holiday Oh, it's yeah. the rare thing that was in the smell and then it can be in the in the food we may have mm. it i think you guys got to mm. do it that's pretty good. That's yeah. One. So I don't know why fake is always part of it, but um, well, I, I like it. It's the artistry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the artistry. You're admiring the craft. You're praising the craft. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if that brings us sort of around the bend and, and the journey's ending, I, yeah, what, that, that is the question. If, like, in, if in some bizarre, uh, you know, version of events where they add a bunch of extra Disneyland or California Adventure over where there's hotel parking currently, and like, why not? You know what? We have the space. Let's put, let's let's do Sinbad. Let's, but maybe America will like it. I can't see this happening. But would you be happy because you can go to it whenever you want, or would it be less special in a way? It would be less special, but I'm not. I if it was the same ride, I couldn't be mad. Yeah, you know. And I think it would be too elitist to be like, no, 
don't bring it here. People should have to go to Tokyo to experience it. It's like, well, not everyone can go to Tokyo. Sure. Let yeah. the people know the glory of Sinbad and become acquainted sure. with the compasses of their hearts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That that's and more important th when it comes down to it. Much like Sinbad travels the world, the Sinbad ride should travel the world and teach more people the song. I agree. And there's some truly fucked vibes in parts of Orange County. And I think if they all <laughs> could <laughs> learn about the compass of your heart and the true treasure of friendship, like that might help. Yeah. I don't know. Help some people those, chill. Get that Aryan nation on into Sinbad. And I think they're going to shape right up. I, I think it's a heartwarming story of like American and Japanese Imagineers coming together with mm -hmm. a great musical talent of our time to tell uh, a folktale of Arabian and Persian origin. And uh, yeah, I, I'm assuming they would think that too. Uh, you know, some <laughs> of the weirdos in Arts County. Mm, maybe we well, could at least get I'm, to the children. Yeah. I'm just imagining, see, like all the things that are bothering us in the recent worlds, like that you see like up off in the distance, you see like a, Q save the children rally and then you round the corner and everybody's dropped their signs and they're just uh <laughs> and, and they're singing with Sinbad and we'll be amazed at the the movement of the animatronics like hitting their palms against their foreheads going I can't believe I was that foolish what was I thinking <laughs> Sinbad is personally texting people's like uh b mothers and uncles and aunts <laughs> like here's why here's the proof that it's wrong mr yeah. watson mr watson it's wrong <laughs> here's a scene of sinbad having a conversation with his family off facebook <laughs> <laughs> wow sinbad he needs to tour. sinbad needs to go everywhere i guess mm -hmm. yeah every state put a sinbad ride in mm -hmm. every city mm-hmm Wow. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I've been sold on that. Uh, never mind. <laughs> there, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. What needs to happen is that, yes, a separate ride is built in every state, a freestanding Sinbad ride. It's its and own I think park. Before now. you know it. Yeah. 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 It's an embassy. <laughs> it's a park. Yeah. It's the Sinbad embassy. And it's like there's four Sinbad rides in each embassy. The same ride, exact ride. But yeah. You build one at. Just like without telling him, build it somewhere on the grounds of Mar-a-Lago. There's plenty of space. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. Trump goes on at once, and now he's like offering heaps of bananas to everyone he encounters. <laughs> <laughs> he's the most generous man now. What a world. Can you imagine? A Sinbad world. A Sinbad-influenced world. Wow. Life is the greatest adventure. It sure is. It, it sure is. is. And I, well, and on that note, Lindsay K. Tai, you survived podcast The Ride. Uh, a super uh, sentimental one, a nice one. I, I thought it was great. Uh, and let's exit through the gift shop. Is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, well, it was a pleasure to be on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And um, if people have not watched it yet, the uh, Cartoon Network show I wrote on, Infinity Train, all four seasons are now available on HBO Max. That is the end of the show, sadly. The fourth season is the final. Um, please, please watch it. Very proud of the work that we did on that show. And, uh, you can also check out my podcast, Teen Creeps, where me and my co-host Kelly Nugent talk about YA pulp fiction of the eighties and nineties, such as Arlstein, Christopher Pike, et cetera. 
Mm-hmm. Check Fantastic. both of those out. Uh, Infinity Train this season uh, features a, I don't hope this is not a spoiler, but uh, a large pig baby voiced by J.K. Simmons. And it's delightful. Wow. And, uh, that's just, you. that's a specific oh I wanted God. to say. I Obviously, there's a lot episode. of great. I, I was, <laughs> yes, Lindsay wrote that episode, and I just wanted to give everyone a little treat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Much many like other... Pig Baby demands a little treat. Is, <laughs> yes, there, that is, it's a very uh, strange episode. But I feel like <laughs> listeners of this podcast would like that one specifically, but the whole series as a whole as well. You know, it's just refreshing to hear the phrase Pig Baby demands a treat, and it's not referring to me for once. <laughs> so. I modeled him after you. Oh, thank you so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> Putting that in my reel. I don't know. Fine. Get some of that Oscar winner juice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as for us, you can f- follow the compass of your heart to uh, us on all the socials at Podcast The Ride. Uh, there's merch available at our T Public store. And for three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast The Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride uh that was fantastic everyone enjoy disneyland if you're there now someone might be listening to this who's there now if you're going in the next week or so have a great time we're hoping to go as soon as we can uh Lindsay, hopefully see you soon in person and do a podcast in that person. would be very and, nice yeah and uh interrupt your breakfast again um, as soon as possible <laughs> yeah i really miss sneaking into my kitchen and getting some cereal and then uh scooting back upstairs i'd really miss it <laughs> Well, in the inter- and the interjects, the like uh, uh, yeah, hearing us say something wrong and uh, help, yeah, and, and correcting, uh, no and going the world needs to hear me on this. <laughs> um, and wait, so the final thing has to be—I don't have it at my disposal. What is that? What's the nice message of this ride that has to be the end of the episode about friendship? Oh, the greatest treasure of all mm-hmm. is friendship. Yeah. Wow. That was beautiful. Wow. <laughs> Big baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's send that's the first and last <laughs> instance of that. So, you brought that on yourself. I, Nobody you know, applied it to you. You know, yeah. I thought it was done. I thought we had moved on. And uh, sometimes you can't predict a callback. So mm-hmm. fair enough. Couldn't help but juxtapose <laughs> that awful phrase with mm-hmm. the nice one. Um, uh, no, let's go think about the nice one. Friendship. Think uh, about the nice one. Good. Yep. Thanks for listening. Yes. Uh, all right. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.